Love your propane grill? Well, life just got a little easier with Propane Taxi. Stop lugging that tank. Propane Taxi is a propane grill tank home delivery service that's ridiculously easy and convenient. Just go online, choose a delivery date, and Propane Taxi delivers grill tanks straight to your door. You can exchange any brand of tank. And right now, new customers get their first tank exchange for $10 with promo code TANK10. That's $10 for your first tank exchange with promo code TANK10. Visit PropaneTaxi.com. No contact, no commitment, no problem. I I am an experienced alcoholic, okay? <laughs> I knew what I'm doing, man. Damn. Give me a minute. You just secured your opening on the show for the week. Hey everybody, this is the Utah Outcast. We are a very much uncensored and unabashedly atheist show coming at you from the great and spacious state of Utah via podcast and YouTube. We strive to bring you some news you missed, have some fun with real audio, and know so much more each week. For each topic that we find funny, infuriating, or just plain newsworthy, we make sure to consume each with as much skepticism and as much irreverence as legally allowed by our church and legislature. I'm X, and I'm your host. This is episode number 78 and before we get into the show proper, let's meet our panelists for the evening and find out what they've been up to. So in no particular order, help me welcome in Kyle Steenblick, Jeff Linville, and Felicia Entwistle. What have you guys been up to for this past week? Uh, I got a job! Yay! Yay! Good job! I got a great job. I'm so excited about this job. It's going to be the most money I've ever made. Potentially double what I've ever made. So I'm very excited. We're very, very proud of you. This is good. Yeah. Yes, that was very good. Yeah. I'm going to have health insurance, guys. And I keep Yay! working and trying to get out of job. I hate job. I don't want job. <laughs> <laughs> job bad. You want my job? job can we? Bad. Can I sublet my job? Can I do that? Hold on. I oh, this. God. I I'm wish gonna you be, could. I'm going to be working for one of the best companies in the nation for women in the worst state for women. Hello. Thank you. <laughs> good. Thank more Thank more you. about them in the rant coming up here at the end of the show. So, uh, <laughs> Kyle, you've been up to anything this week? Not not anything particularly interesting. <laughs> Just <laughs> well, dealing with. Well, by the time so, by the time yeah, everybody this hears is, this, you would have been at Rogue One. So you're pretty fucking excited for yes, that, I'm sure. So yes, no, I'm very excited for that. Um, but other than that, you know, December is not exactly an easy time of year. Um, particularly no. this year. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and uh, yeah, past no, listeners know exactly what that's about. So <laughs> they do. Yeah, no, my dad's birthday is coming up. I just had my my birthday, and my and my anniversary was nice. It was good. There yeah. were uh, eleven years is for for being eleven years. We just kind of went, yay, eleven years. You want to do anything? Netflix. No. I want to go to bed. Yay! <laughs> like. We can send the kids to the grandparents, yeah? Okay. Yeah. And, and then what? Like, all the wine and Netflix? Yay! <laughs> yeah. That, that's, yeah. That's where we are right now. Yeah, next year anniversary for me, I said, that's our 10-year. Like, let's actually celebrate this one. So, like, we're, we're planning on doing the Cancun mm-hmm. thing because we had a really nice. good trip there before. And I said, and we're leaving the kids. What? Yes, yes you are. We're leaving the yes, kids. You are. <laughs> yes, you are. Well, so what are we no, going to yeah. do? We're going to sit by the pool. We're going to drink and do absolutely nothing and do absolutely nothing. 
Wait, we don't even have to do like Felicia. We don't have to do tourist things. I'm like, fuck no. I hate tourist shit. I just want to sit, drink, and eat. That's all I want to do. Nice quiet thing. Um, (laughs) and this is why I don't like. This is why I don't really like. Uh, like the set out like cruise ship or anything. I like to go to a city, get a nice room Mm -hmm. where there's a nice bar in that lobby. And I like to just throw on a bag or something and head the fuck out. Start walking. Start walking. Yeah. Find a touristy <laughs> thing. Do not do the tourist way of getting there. Do not take a cab. You'll walk your ass there. Like in Chicago, in Chicago, we passed through an entire jazz festival. Yeah. Very cool. What the shit? It was amazing. Like, you just yeah, don't, and, a... like, and it doesn't, like, you don't even have to pick a place. Like, you're like, let's just. Go find some place to eat. Start walking. Just start walking. <laughs> Throw in a bag. I, like, don't I have, a, like, I have a well, lot of love for Seattle because we ended up doing that one day where we just uh, like walked Seattle's, up and down the roads. And Seattle's fantastic. I First time I was town. there was just last, just this year. First time I've ever been yeah. in Washington. Except if if it if it snows, Seattle sucks. Yeah, it's know. been doing that too. This like week. <laughs> like even like even like little tiny bit. Seattle sucks if they get a quarter of an inch of snow. People cannot drive. No, Jeff, what about you? We haven't heard from you in about two, three weeks. What you been up to, man? Let's see. Um, not really much. We've had actually a lot of sickness coming through the house lately. Oh no. Uh, My wife, I know my wife has just been down, down, uh, good and bad news, depending on if she's listening or not, is she lost her voice. (laughs) <laughs> so you can take that how you want, but no, it was, I, I'm being mean now. Um, uh, she's getting a lot better, getting a lot better. But, uh, me, I, I've been sick back and forth. And then this weekend, um, had to finally get a uh, shot for some bronchitis. So I feel actually phenomenal. <laughs> I, I can't wait to get going. But, uh, this next week, uh, um, uh, American Diabetes Association is moving offices in Utah, and that's what I'm looking forward to this week. Hooray! Nice. So let's yep. get go ahead and get into our community stuff. So as a quick heads up, this show is brought to you courtesy of our fans who support the show financially via Patreon. We'd do the show even if we didn't have the patrons, but it's great that we have them. So <laughs> I am honor-bound to give thanks to each one of them who continue to do so. And with that said, many thanks go out to Robert Jones, Dan Ellis, Luis Cruz, and Jeff Linville. Yes, this Jeff right here. Uh, all of these <laughs> fine folks donated the VIP tier. Uh, but one man stands above all the rest, and that's our sole platinum tiered Danny Lopez. And he Yay, he got the hoodie and the stickers I sent his way because he's the, he's a patron, and we we give mm-hmm. back him when you give to us. So uh, I don't have the words to tell you guys how awesome it is to know that there are people out there who like us enough to share their incomes with us and everything. So 2017 is fastly approaching. I've added new goals, so go ahead and check those out. Uh, if you want to help out the program but don't have a budget, We'd love a quick review or subscribe on whatever app that you catch us on. Every little bit helps. Uh, we'll give you a shout out for it. Hell, we'll even give shout outs for follows on many of our social media networks, except Facebook's kind of hard to track with people following you and shit. I don't know why it's so goddamn yeah. hard. Uh, all of which you can find us as Utah Outcast. But on Twitter, we've had some new followers. We've had the WSF guys. We've had Watchtower Cafe. T- Cafe. Hi, Corey. Oh, we love you guys. that's nice. Hi. Thank you, Corey. Yay. Uh, step Still up to higher that. ed. Uh, Keck uh, Medicine of USC. Mm-hmm. We've got some like institutions following us now for some reason. I'm like, it's because is it because I'm mouthing off to like Ken Ham and these guys? I don't know. I honestly Probably. don't. Hey, Lots hey, of big brothers be, watching. Yeah, it could be. 
Oh, shit. We have Equifaria Advisors. And one that I really like is a, is a website called StopHomophobia.com. So, yay. yay. <laughs> More people following yay. us. So, on YouTube, we've had a couple of new subscribers, but none of them have public profiles like that show that this is the person that subscri- subscribe, yeah, subscribe to you. Otherwise, I would say who you are and give you thanks for it. But anyway, uh, we did have a public recognition this week, which was really weird for me mm-hmm. because I was I was sitting there at the day job. Uh, last thing I was expecting, you know, at the, during swing shift, you don't really get that many phone calls where I work. I got a business call, like a legitimate business call. And from the other person at the other end, uh, did, worked some things out about the job, you know, using your t- typical office jargon that you do with government work and everything. And before I hung up the phone, mm-hmm. they said, Hey, one thing X before you take off. She said that. <laughs> wow. I'm like, <laughs> Uh, okay. She's, she's like, yeah, I want to let you, you, you know, the, how, uh, Kyle and Felicia and you guys have really helped me out during a really hard time recently. And, uh, I want to give you thanks. And I, I really love listening to you guys. And that just threw me for a goddamn loop because I'm like, yeah, no, it is. my secret identity. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, no, it, well, no one looked me directly in the eye. <laughs> you know, oh no. And I'm like, well, you know, if we're always available, come talk to us. We're we're able to chat all the time. We're on Twitter, Facebook. She's oh, like, yeah. no, I'm I'm kind of a social media hermit when I get home. And she's like, I got little kids. I'm like, yep, I know exactly what that's like. Mm-hmm. I know exactly. So, yeah. so wonderful listener out there. Thank you for giving us the kind words. It may, it means the world to us. It, it really fucking recharged our batteries. Yeah. So oh, yeah. it, it really is the reason we keep doing the show each week. But I think that's about it for our community stuff. So we're going to go ahead and jump into our first segment of the week. And now it's time for news you missed. The first one that we have up for you here this week is a new app in Spain. Yes, I'm following this. This comes from the Patheos blog from uh, the Friendly Atheist. It's an app that lets you summon a Catholic priest to confess your sins no matter where you are. Wow. What? Yeah. So the Hemet Meta here says, I can't tell if this is absurd or genius, but a new smartphone app developed by the, a Catholic priest in Spain allows you to summon priests anywhere that you are. Kind of like an Uber so that you can confess your sins. Wow. Because apparently that's a thing people people feel compelled about to do at random times. It's called Confessor Go. <laughs> like Pokemon. <laughs> I really, really, really want to read the disclaimers of what you can and can't call them for. <laughs> do the whole like pizza guy thing from pornos and stuff be like i got yeah. this 12 inch sausage pizza for you <laughs> see this collar it's velcro and he's gonna be like oh no you're too old you're much too old <laughs> so, oh, God. Priest. <laughs> yeah you had to go there didn't you <laughs> i had to <laughs> and so it literally like you go you bring up the app and like it'll you click like you need some help or something like that and you can find out where priests are and go to them or you could ask for them to come to you and it'll tell you like your closest one just makes me think is it are they that densely populated with priests in spain you know (laughs) is it that hard to find a priest no i'm I'm just thinking like is it that easy i mean like you have like five in like a one mile radius of where you live well Well, then again, yeah, I, like it'd be able to, really easy to find Mormon priests around you. I mean, that, that's what well, they no, give to like eight year olds, right? <laughs> I know, I know where to, I know where to find Catholic priests. Shit, it's not hard. It's yeah, not you find hard. you find them in the rectum. No. <laughs> they have rectory. 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 Sorry, my bad. Look, if you 
if you're Catholic and you don't know where your church is, that you're not a first off, you're not even a good Catholic. You're <laughs> not even a mediocre Catholic. I just point. wonder if it's like Ray That's Donovan. Catholic. You you most call Catholic? the priest to well, come by. Catholics, but and he's like but some sort of like fixer. A, <laughs> is it a paid service or is this something that you've already paid for considering uh, what you've pledged your allegiance to? See, and that's Are what I wonder. Is segment, that... Or have you guys just been bullshitting this whole time? No, this is this <laughs> is the new segment where we're talking about the we're Catholic actually... priest app that you get yeah. called Confessor Go in yeah. Spain. <laughs> yeah. And I, so, I really want this app. Meta says he, he'll give it yeah, another six months before... If this app just shows you where the churches are, look, there's a church over there, there's a priest, that's pretty much all you need to know. I, I wish it'd be like the one where like an Uber actually works, where like the, the you could see it getting closer and <laughs> it closer shows to you. Their progress to your location. I'm telling you, my parents used to make me go to confession as punishment for things. So... <laughs> no, you should want to do it. Isn't that the whole case behind you know, it? <laughs> I got I got kicked out of a confessional booth once. Were you waiting nice. or what? I never kicked out that. of a Taco Bell. That just that that sounds so much better. Well, the funny part is I went into the confessional booth just kind of out of shits and giggles, and then started going through like everything that I had done in the past year. <laughs> I've masturbated do, approximately do five thousand times. Is this, like impromptu. <laughs> No, it was all impromptu. Really? No, I've got a good enough memory that I can just go through with like all the shit that I've done that's technically bad. And it, Kyle's I was coming just down off con- rooms and I was cramping. Yeah. I just was not interested in going into work that day. No, Kyle, I- Kyle's totally doing the Fratelli <laughs> Brothers with Chunk thing. He's like, and then we snuck this bag of puke into the movie theater. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then I leaned over the railing and I went, <laughs> we're getting to like this kid. <laughs> well, Thank you. They kind of told me to. They kind of told me to leave when I started laughing. When I said, "And I masturbated forty-seven times in the past month." <laughs> oh God! I don't Damn, know. that's it's more than one third. a day. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking overachiever. Well, <laughs> as a female, as a female, do you count the masturbation each time <clears throat> orgasm, or? Like, do you count it each, like, so is it each time you orgasm, or is it each session? For, like for guys, it's every blort, so. For, for guys, the, the session and the orgasm is kind of one and the same. It's, it's. Yeah. Yeah, no, as a female, because, like, <laughs> I, each time I masturbate, it's going to be three to four times minimum. Oh, being a guy, I mean, we have, no, a, we have a definite stop. I mean, it's done. <laughs> There's no. There's no, you know what? I don't Blur. know. Maybe so. No, it is. That is you, definitely over. Yeah. I want everybody to Google. Go I want everybody to Google yeah, Doug Stanhope Blort. That's all I want you to do. Just watch that fucking video. <laughs> Knowing him, amazing. I can imagine that's pretty amazing. <laughs> just talks about how fucking stupid it is as a species that we do the craziest shit just to get laid, just for like forty seconds of thrusting, and then <laughs> Blort, and it's like that's all of it right <laughs> there. <laughs> Fuck off. Uh, Sorry, well, Doug. Yeah, you know at this point <laughs> no he's talking about guys doing dangerous crazy stupid shit in order to you know just get that little bit of a release just a blurt yeah. <laughs> i think i think the too much for the priest i think it was a little too much when i told him that i was masturbating while i told my girlfriend who was jewish to get an abortion <laughs> wow. yeah. i'm gonna start calling a- him priest blurt <laughs> 
That's the trifecta you know, right there, while, man. While while I was fingering her, so it was kind of a. Uh, <laughs> what was she like out the door? Off, <laughs> and I told her to get an abortion. Yeah. For the record, I'm totally pro-abortion. Like you know when they choose it, but yeah, yeah totally pro-abortion. So like, every, you know, like they say things like nobody's pro-abortion. Yes, I am. <laughs> well, so, it's just kind of those. Are you even Catholic? No, <laughs> no, I just. I just no. want absolution. That's all I want. I didn't know that. Is that? I'm sorry. Is that a prerequisite here? Do I have it to be not, actually? <laughs> so Timmet Meta says here, have, like you have to have this, and if you're part of a congregation, or is no, it, no, no, this is just a thing for people that really feel the need to get in touch with their priest. Like no, it's just uh, another, just another, uh, you know, buying your sins away. Like you pay monies to get into heaven. It's just another one of those. The Catholic Church is good at this shit. They do that shit all the time. So, so is this like April grinder? That, that's April what grinder. that's the joke I've been trying to make. So him at Meta says he gives it six months before it's rebranded as Tinder for priests. <laughs> I called it. And right Yay. now it's only it's only it's in Spain right now. But I read a translation of their website and they are saying that it's coming to more nations soon. And the really interesting thing to me when I was looking at the iconography of the the app on their Facebook page. It said the icon looks like the pin drop kind of thing, like you use on maps, where it has like the little red flag oh, yeah. arrow kind of thing. But underneath it, uh, it has a priest collar, like underneath the arrow. That's and amazing. So, and I was looking at it, I'm like, what the fuck am I looking at? Why does this look like a shiny hockey puck? And then I'm like, oh, <laughs> never mind. That's a priest collar. <laughs> well, I'm going to, I think we should all have this installed in our young children's phones so they know where to avoid. Yeah, yeah definitely. Oh, for sure. oh. We went there. It's like a reverse uh, Pokemon Go. It's a priest run. For you new listeners out there, for you new guys listening right now, yes, we are an atheist and unabashedly so podcast. So how closely how closely does this map line up to the sex offender map? (laughs) One to one. We need we need an overlay. No wait, bad choice of words. Sorry guys. Uh, It's not going to overlap at all because the Catholic Church just moves them. There you go. So the next one that we have here is a uh, article, another article from Pathios about Todd Starnes. Everybody knows who this fucking guy is. Uh, he's pissed off that a <laughs> he's on Fox News. If anybody's wondering, he's a propagandist. Honestly, uh, he has a headline that came out saying that a Texas school censored a poster featuring a scene from a Charlie Brown Christmas, arguing that this is political correctness run amok. And as usual, was it the, f- the one where they use Christian icon- uh, iconography? No, this is the one where. Okay, so remember, like the Charlie Brown Christmas is a fucking delightful movie, right? The right. little program, yeah. except for yeah. except for that one well, yeah, scene yeah. with Linus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where so, Linus, has, like God Linus, has it, Linus. everyone's chill. Yep, and Linus so he comes on the stage. Everything. In yeah, front of the little like jizz cloth with him all the time, whatever. Yeah, fucking Linus. Rubs his face in it. All my childhood toys. So the poster in question is the one where Linus is saying, "For unto you is born this day in the city of David a savior, which is Christ the Lord." That is what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. That that scene that just ruins the whole fucking moment, you know. Right. The rest mm-hmm. of it's just kind of fun, you know. People doing the funny little dances and shit, and people right, just right, right, yeah. yeah. But then they throw the Christ in there, and it's like. Ugh. We need like a wasn't wasn't Charles Schultz uh, 
Jewish? I can't remember. Hey. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll look Schultz. Yeah, of course well, he was. You would think, but I, maybe he was one of those Jews for Jesus kind of guys. I don't know. But anyway, Todd Starnes went on or, Fox News. Or he was totally, or he was totally banking on the Christian money. He probably was. Oh, of course <laughs> I wouldn't was. Blame him. Yeah. He knows his audience. So uh, Todd yeah. Starnes, of course, from Fox News, is pissed off about it. Like I said, he said that it's them saying that uh, it's political correctness run amok. And so, so is Todd Starnes okay with Muslim teachers promoting verses from the Quran praising Muhammad? You know, I am. I'm not. <laughs> and so that's essentially like. What Linus said there is like shit directly out of the Bible. And so it's a poster on like the school nurses. I think it's the school nurses like door. And so they, they went up to the the person and they said, miss her name was miss Shannon was confronted by the school's principal. And she said, please don't hate me, but unfortunately you're going to have to take your poster down. I'm disappointed. And miss Shannon said, I'm disappointed. It's it's a slap in the face of Christianity. Oh, you're at a public school, ma'am. You're not at a church. And so the principal went on to explain that the poster violated the U.S. Constitution. Congrats on the principal for knowing this shit. And she said, the the person that Mrs. Shannon said, she said my poster is an issue of separation of church and state. 100% is. Well, it is. It is. She said the poster had to come down because it might offend kids from other religions who do not have it or those that don't have a religion. So, yeah. um, so I think there's yeah. an argument to be had about uh, like showing the Grinch it, at schools mm-hmm. like the day before Christmas break or something. Where because yeah. that movie is secular, the like the cartoon Grinch, even oh. either one, Jim Carrey Grinch. Although I don't think that's necessarily appropriate for schools, but like the original no. cartoon Grinch. <laughs> that movie's so fucking inappropriate. Yeah. <laughs> the Jim Carrey one. Yeah, yeah. I watched it with my yeah, kids this like year, that- and I'm like, fuck. I forgot this movie had in it. <laughs> but like the oh, by the way, Cindy Lou Who from the the, the Jim Carrey Grinch. Yeah, yeah, now she's like a fucking nasty rock star. She's naked in one of her music videos. She's my fucking hero. Fucking love yeah. her. her music. It's the pretty reckless. Check it out. It's killer. Anyway. You know, along these same lines, uh, I'll throw this out to our, our listeners and our, especially our new ones. Uh, just this last week, I attended a. Uh, uh, my son's jazz and 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 uh, uh, orchestra concert, and yeah, jazz hands. Kyle concert. appreciated that. Sorry, that's uh, on the video. He, you guys can check us out on no, YouTube. <laughs> he uh, and it was a Christmas concert, and it, it was down in Payson, and it ended up being uh, very heavily like Silent Night. Uh, what child mm-hmm. is this? Uh, and and for me, I've come to a point where. I don't accept that. I just come to expect it. Therefore, um, if it becomes an issue, because my boys are all, they're very, uh, they're, they're nuns. They are nuns. All yeah. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't. So here's the thing with the, with the, the choral music and everything. Um, when, when we talk about choir and we talk about performance pieces, most Chris, most of the great Christmas songs are Christian. Yeah. They are. Well, they're, uh, I mean, you still look at like, Oh, you know, Christmas tree and, and, and there's, well, there's no, a lot of other, a yes, lot of other is, ones, but they're not great choral pieces. No, correct. No, but he's not in this particular one. He's, oh, he's, he's in a band class. No, it's a band oh. class and jazz class. So, uh, jazz and class, uh, he, and, and at what point do I say, okay, this is inappropriate. I need to start throwing a fit because honestly, if they would have represented any other religion or any other viewpoint, 
mm-hmm. I wouldn't feel this way. But in right. this particular case, uh, I haven't talked to him yet since since the concert. But yeah. where where do I throw the fit? And and listeners, what do you think? What's what's appropriate for for schools? I mean, it's a very heavy uh, Latter Day Saint uh, Mormon community. Uh, no, oh, no, that's <laughs> bullshit. Public school that doesn't that doesn't correct. Make us. Like there's a bunch of great secular jazz songs out there. Like yeah. there's like there's Jingle Bell Rock and there's like mm-hmm. there are just some great jazz songs out there that are actually Christmas songs. That right. you're so, like, holy shit, yeah. this is rocking. Holy and boy. I wanna I just want to know from everyone else, is is this happening to you as well? Just just let us know. So I can I can process this, we can all process this and and figure out what we need to do to move on. But uh yeah. one of the or just move along. I didn't mean. I didn't mean move. <laughs> move on. I meant move, move on. Along. Move on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one of the one of the one of my favorite Christmas songs to this day actually is a a Christian Christmas song. It's called Masters in This Hall, which is totally appropriate, and it's about this like vengeful, angry God. It's from like Middle Ages England. It's just it's just like the dark evil Sounds God. Like a <laughs> yes. Yeah, and yeah. like. Like my nerd in me is like, yes, small, yeah. right? Like, mm-hmm. and and uh, my teacher never, God. is that kind of yeah? And our teacher never gave it to <laughs> us. Uh, she, in this particular version, she never gave it to us as like, this is your God. She was just like, this is a cool choral piece. This is a, this is a good thing <laughs> yeah. to say. And it is. It's a it's a wicked cool choral piece. It's got it's got eight parts. It's got Ugh. all four male voices and all four female voices. Oh. Like it is an epic fucking piece of music. It's fucking gorgeous, and and with mm-hmm. and with choral pieces, you can't understand the words a lot. <laughs> so not, not really. yeah, not it's all the way. It's, yeah. it's a melodic expression, and that's yeah, and, and it's the voice. It's beautiful. It's fucking gorgeous. Um, yeah. So like I I I tend to take a a like a a backward. Like I like I like I, I tend to step it back and be like, okay, guys, there was some really great pieces of music written for Christianity. And if core if, if a choir is going to learn how to sing, they're gonna sing these. Um the where I draw issue is when my teacher said, Sing as if you're singing to your God. And I <laughs> I went out there after class, I was like, Yeah. Uh-uh. 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 Yeah, no, yeah, that's not good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I'm still very much on my rant yeah. from last week. You know, I want all of your all of yeah. your religious reference for, to my holiday removed. It's our fucking pagan right. holiday. Yeah. 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 No, I've 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 run I've run into the same I've run into the same problem uh with my my kids' Christmas programs with their Christmas choral programs. And I'm oh, it's so it's so hard. Where do you? You don't do want to you, be that atheist. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to. Do. You don't want to be that atheist to say, "Hey, that Christmas song is too um, Christy, <laughs> Christmas, too Christy, too Christian." But at the same time, it's also it's also, wholly inappropriate. You know. Yeah, you know, you know, this, these are very traditional Christmas songs. You know, uh, is Silent Night too christian for it is school so christian but it's, it's such, such a beautiful song a, yeah it's such a beautiful song i i really love that song i really do everyone <laughs> loves that song but it's a gorgeous song i, I know any christian christmas songs just mm-hmm. pretty yeah you know i'll tell you my the, uh, i get teary-eyed every single time i hear and it's a certain version of oh holy night by michael crawford 
there is no better. But yeah. that's nope. in my own. Grandma got ran home. over by oh, a reindeer. Right. Okay, oh, see, so, there you go. <laughs> uh, white, white wine in the sun. White wine in the sun, but didn't mention. Yeah, yeah. yeah. didn't mention, huh? That's right. Buy every I would. <laughs> it'd be I'm awesome if kids started singing Yeah. Yeah, I want to hear a chorus singing, fuck, I love boobs, though. Yep. <laughs> All right, we're going to move Which on to our next item. As long as it's little kids. As yep. long as it's a children's chorus. Yep. So a, a whole bunch of yeah, conservative I Christian... A bunch of conservative Christian groups, God damn it, let me get my words out, say that they are very pissed off at Highlights Magazine. You know, because... Oh, damn yeah. Fuck you. Yeah, Christians are mad no. at highlights of all fucking Stop. magazines. You get to the dentist, you won't have to worry about it. Highlights. Yeah, you right. know, Goofus and Galland. What's wrong oh. with this picture? What's different? You know, all these if really. If it's like if your argument starts. If your argument starts with "We are very angry at Highlights Magazine," yeah. you're wrong. You're right wrong. there. So, sorry. <laughs> what they're mad about is that the magazine said that you know we do show families in our magazine and we do like to include diversity. So that means that they're going to start including, guess what? Diverse families, like same sex couples, families and stuff. So of course they are. You know what? I get, I guarantee like white people were pissed about interrace couples or black people being shown in highlights back in the day too. Yeah. Of course they're going to show same sex couples. Of course they are. But now the author for this article is really funny because he keeps bringing up uh, that groups like One Million Moms, which has 3,000 Twitter followers, and then he does it later on. He's like, One Million Moms, which has 87,000 Facebook likes. Like, you're not a million fucking people. <laughs> not even close. Not so they're, close. they're pissed off, and these are the remarks that set them off. This is uh, highlights. Christine Coley said that when we do show families in the magazines, we make it a point to include diversity. We strive to be diverse in every way. The goal, however, is not to specifically call attention to diversity, but instead to help kids understand that while differences exist, we are all actually more alike than different. For instance, from time to time, we show families headed up by a grandparent or single parents. We show adoptive families, blended families, multi-generational families, and multi-racial families. So in the future, we will depict same-sex families in our magazines in a manner consistent to the way that all diverse families are depicted. We see no harm in this, yeah, yeah. but no, yeah. they're no. okay. Accurate, mm-hmm. fucking yes. It's not a yeah. magazine. I was just talking. I was just talking earlier tonight about in in Renaissance Florence, Italy, in uh, around the 1450s. They had it, it was Florence specifically is where they this documented uh, church uh, sanction Bible like church, Catholic church sanctioned uh, friendships. <laughs> where they would, the, these two men would swear lives to each other over a Bible. And these were regarded legally as marriages. That means we're super serious about this. <laughs> like, I'm, just, I'm just saying, like, I know. I'm that, just, if there's a Bible. If there's a Bible involved, there's shit's about to get serious. real. <laughs> oh, well, they actually in Florence, they didn't really care if the church sanctioned it's your about marriage to get or not. Like, they didn't really care because um, they had a constitution that limited the powers of the church in Florence in the Renaissance. So. Wow. Um, but uh, no, I mean, like, these kinds of diverse families have existed for a long time. And just now, in our recent history, are they being recognized again? So, one million and moms so, yeah. is saying, 
It's not a magazine's job to introduce so-called social issues to children. That's a parent's role. So do it. No, it's actually absolutely a magazine's job. Yeah. Actually. That is exactly what Highlights has been doing forever. That's absolutely in their mission. And their title. Magazines wouldn't have to do it if parents would. Mm Mm-hmm. And of course, AFA is part of it as well. So you're going to hear Brian Fisher stuff. I mean, we're probably going to have video clips of Brian Fisher in the future talking about gay highlights. And he's just, oh (laughs) no, the gay highlights. Oh man, bearded uh, bearded, God damn it! What are they afraid of? Are are they afraid of the 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 hidden picture is going to be full of dicks? (laughs) Is that really what they're they're afraid afraid of? of Gay cooties. That's what they're afraid of. It's going to be high. It's going to be find all the dicks. They're, well, they're afraid their kids are going to be gay. I had, a, I had a row with, um, I can't remember if it was, it's one of, I follow so many goddamn Christian conservatives on Twitter. It's not even funny. It, it's like really shooting fish in a barrel because every one of them says about the same thing. Right. And somebody said something, it was probably Brian Fisher because I mouthed off to him a lot and he sometimes writes back. And, there was something saying that they would uh they would never give up this fight about it's not about uh, uh churches oh, yeah, and stuff no, like that that was no no yeah, this wasn't was, last week this was a this was another uh thing that i had oh, earlier this, this week okay where they were talking about how we oh he was talking about the supreme court and how when they've ruled on something their opinion piece that they have that doesn't mean that it's law and it's like that absolutely <laughs> well, does fucking mean that it's law yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, it, but it's not legislative yeah. law. It means they interpreted the laws that already exist, and yeah. this is that's, now included in the laws yeah. that already existed, motherfucker. Yeah. yeah, and so I fired that's, back that's at him. I was like, "Constitutional law." I'm like, "What the? F- why is what is your guys' big fucking hang up on on gay marriage? People wanted. Why do you? Why are you guys so dead set on being a, a privileged class of people? Why? Why is it that like the LGBTQ people they wanted just the same rights as everybody fucking else, and they finally got it? Now you're going to be like, oh, we want to take it away. And for a group of people that are that always have have and will continue to worship a a, a an existential rapist when it comes to Mary, um, yeah. being gay and having a consensual relationship really isn't that bad on the grand scale of things. But the oh, penis uh, is going in buttholes. It doesn't it, wait. Straight people do that too. <laughs> yeah. Wait. That's yeah. Right. Sword fighting. Yeah. Everything gay people do, everyone does in sex anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Except dry docking. I don't do that. Yep. That's how <laughs> scars are formed. <laughs> oh, God. Space I don't know. You guys ever touch the clitoris? There you go. There you go. If you have oh, it, I thought this was question and answer you. time. I was going to raise my hand. <laughs> I, I, you know, shame I on can't. You. Shame I, on I can't be enti- I can't be entirely sure, but I'm pretty sure. <laughs> no, 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 no. I've never no. been able to find it. I just no. Anyway, you since know, we're talking about giant clits, so. let's talk about Donald Trump. Okay, <laughs> before we get in, before we get he into does this, not get that. Everyone, <laughs> before we say Donald Trump again, I think uh, we should libations. Know. Yeah, you guys go ahead. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead so, and get some libations. Man. Well, Donald Trump. Has said that he is going to continue uh, to use his spare time on a reality TV show. Yeah, he is. What the shit fuck did you just say? I was gonna walk away and get like, what the shit fuck did you just say? Yeah, so the Celebrity Apprentice is returning on NBC here pretty soon, and taking the role of the Don is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yep, 
but no, no, I'm fine with that. But he, the, the, Donald says he's going to be producing and y- yes, it's since he helped develop the show, he gets a producer credit. But the thing is, everybody's saying, well, he's just going to get a producer credit. He's just going to get money for it. I'm like, no, I have quotes from him saying this no, stuff right here. So, not- so yeah. Kellyanne Conway said that presidents have a right to do things in their spare time or leisure time. I mean, nobody objects to that. No. Wow. They don't have spare time. They don't have no fuck. (laughs) They don't have spare time. (laughs) This isn't. This is real life. Show isn't. Our president of the United fucking States is going to show up on a reality show. The president of the and not like and not like Mythbusters and not like Mythbusters where he's like in an effort to promote education. Science and STEM. It's not going to be like it's not going to be like a gimme like. Oh look, the president's doing a neat thing. Like it, it's not Kyle. <sighs> this man is I'm breaking getting, me. I'm getting alcohol. <laughs> Fuck yeah. this shit. I'm. I'm. So I'm okay. the the last news item <laughs> yeah. that we have before we we call it quits on on uh, news you missed this week is a. A computer, a Christian computer programmer, which I find funny as fuck to put those words in in the string together. Yeah, because doesn't that include logic? Yeah, really. Uh, she says that the world is going to end at the end oh. of this month. Ah, like we've never <laughs> experienced God! that before. Yay! Can Promise? it happen already? Please. Maybe right. Before Promise? he takes, before he ascends the golden throne, can we please go ahead and just kill oh, everybody? That'd be great. Yeah, no. Oh, yeah. Maybe a couple weeks late or early. I'm all yeah. for it. Promise. And of course, her name is Nora Roth, and she's a Christian computer programmer. Has performed complex calculations that suggest the apocalypse will occur by the end of 2016. So it's numerology shit. That's what it is. And so she says that it's based on 77s from the book of daniel and in 2016 <laughs> jesus will guide people to heaven and leave the planet totally you guys sterile know, for a thousand you guys years just know that after humans have like abandoned earth and we've taken all of our animals with us and we've saved all that genetics and we're 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 terraforming mm-hmm. other planets and all that shit and the sun finally engulfs the earth one fucking christian is going to be like it happened on a seven 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 day. You see, seventh son of a seventh son. By whose calculation? God damn it! All of my stuff happens on a six 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 day, so I don't know what their problem is. <laughs> if I if yeah. I work numbers enough, it's a six six six. Look, day. all my all shit my happens at random days. indeterminate yeah. times until I make Look, it happen on specific all my, days. So. Yeah, oh, all, you my feel joy. all my shitty days are on a Tuesday. Okay. What does that mean? <laughs> Tuesdays are the worst day. Tuesdays are the it worst is. day. Tuesdays are, are literally the, the Ted's day. of the world. That's what they are. They're just absolutely they fucking terrible. Yeah. Like, go fuck you, Ted. Get out of here. <laughs> fucking Tuesday. God damn it. And since uh, Jeff's, you, just, Jeff's just now starting to watch Westworld, so he'll probably understand the fuck you, Teddy <laughs> references a little bit more here coming I'll get up. Into so. that. <laughs> so Mrs. Roth believes that each person will have a probation time on Earth. Well, according to the Mormons, that's right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Always. And I so, her, let's see. Uh, 
that's talking about forced re- re- relocation to Babylon and Gabriel and 77 oh, cycles and the okay. Jubilee cycle and the Jews and this, that, and the other thing and Shemitah and everything else. Oh, okay, I'm already yeah. yawning. Yeah, I know, right? It's terrible. Okay. Does she give us an actual date that this is going to happen? Uh, no. <laughs> she said, <laughs> she said in the fall. And I think the fall is technically Shut over, fall? isn't it? The fall's so, over. It's, I, it's we're past the fall. So, yeah so within the next two weeks yeah we got two weeks for this shit to be over with so we've got two weeks (laughs) so the there's one person that says um let's see his name is nigel watson author of the UFO Investigations Manual says the predictions have little evidence to them. Gee, no shit, Sherlock. I mean, his name sounds official. I'm Nigel Watson, official, and I've got but- fucked up teeth. <laughs> I'm British. <laughs> My name is Nigel. No, nah, we probably lost I'm a listener sorry. there. God damn it. The author of the UFO... Fuck. Okay, so, God yeah. Damn it. Okay. <laughs> this person told Mail Online, that's where I grabbed this article from, said, Obscure numbers and codes are loved by fear mongers. And by using them to predict the end of the world, they show that they have an insight into the mind of God and the workings of the universe. Using knowledge of past predictions and the fact that we are still here, I predict we shouldn't worry about this latest revelation. No shit. Sure. Just read a script from an ancient Egyptian uh, movie because <laughs> that that sounds like that accent. Uh. <laughs> Aren't they all British? Yeah, pretty British. much. Every they bad guy's British. British. No, yeah. anything taking place in the ancient world, they're always British. British. Um, <laughs> no, but uh, just for some statistics for everyone, um, end of the world predictions have a hundred percent failure rate. So far, mm-hmm. yep. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of course, that up. until until they don't. There, there you go, spreading. <laughs> fucking <laughs> luck. <laughs> Okay, we are going to jump to our first... It doesn't end in a a boom, it ends in a whimper. (laughs) So, we're going to jump to our first commercial break, and we will be back in one second with our next segment, which is You Ought to Know. We'll be right back. Hey y'all, this is Tucker from the Atheist in the Trailer Park podcast. And I might live in a beer can, but I ain't no inbred redneck. And if you listen to my podcast... I'm going to learn you something. And no, I ain't talking about how to marry your cousin and not have kids with 16 fingers and stuff like that. I mean, I actually talk about real stuff. Teach people where the Bible stole its stories from. So y'all give me a listen, would you? Thank you. This is You Ought to Know for the 10th of December. And what we're going to be talking about this month is, uh, unfortunately, Donald fucking Trump. And the reason this came up here is because there's been a lot that we've been not exactly like holding off about. I mean, we've talked about it off and on here and there. And we're, we of course have talked about, we have to talk about the CIA report that got leaked and apparently Russia (laughs) influenced our election a lot more than we thought it did. But the FBI and like uh, Mitch McConnell like held off on this stuff for political reasons saying that, oh, it's going to sway the election. It's going to sway the election. Yeah. Do you think that, you know, the party that's being influenced by, you know, Russia (laughs) might not get votes? (laughs) But anyway, that's not the main reason we're talking here. We're talking here about how 
there's a really great article from Vice that shows like this uh MIT these MIT students made a distribution map of Twitter followers and what they talked about and all the stuff that linked between each other. And so what it was, they did an analysis uh where it used the social media company's complete data set shows that on Twitter Trump supporters formed a particularly insular group when talking about politics during the general election. They had few connections to Clinton supporters or the mainstream media. By contrast, Clinton supporters were more splintered and verified journalists often overlapped within their mutual follower network. So they're saying that there was hardly, there was no way for a journalist to get into the Trump bubble. And we're talking like, yeah, you want to talk about how, how this picture look kind of looks like to me. It's kind of like you, you have like this gigantic dildo that's like upside down, right? <laughs> On the very tip of the dick, you've got, you've got Donald Trump supporters. Like we're talking the glands, the whole glands are like the, the rabbit supporters, God the ones that it. are like, I'm drinking your liberal tears. The shaft is, you know, just, you know, this kind of slightly phallic thing that just moves along a mm-hmm. bit, but then you get to the the pubic mound along with the ball, cock and balls. And so that's where Clinton supporters are and all these other people. So you have a bigger like spread and smattering of all of these people that had a lot more stuff in common. And we're talking about real social problems. And then you have this group that's way the fuck at the end where nobody's able to penetrate it. Nobody's able to talk to these people and the truth doesn't matter to them at all. Literally. The I truth just can't. Is not, yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm I'm looking. At, you've compared the American public to a to a huge phallic, uh, flaccid penis, and actually, I don't think you're wrong. No, and you, I, you, I, I do have the I do have you're it linked in the in the show notes. You guys can go check it out. It's an amazing study. Uh, but we also have uh, and the, the this kind of backs us up here. This came from uh, uh, Rachel Maddow was talking about it. I can't remember exactly where she got the the data from. Uh, but let's not blame the media all the way, though. I mean, they really tried, but it's hard to do something when facing the type of voter that Trump brought out. I mean, it's cultish in a way. It really is. Yeah. So you have Trump favorability like totals here. So between all voters, the favorable versus unfavorable is forty three fifty one. So a majority of people found him unfavorable between all voters. But when it came okay, to okay. Trump voters, the favorable versus unfavorable was 87 to 5. Wow. God damn it. So they were yeah. hardcore into supporting yeah. this guy. Mm-hmm. All the way in. But that's not, not everybody, though. So Obama's approval were- rating <laughs> between all voters is 50 <laughs> to 45. So pretty standard there. Between yeah. Trump voters, 5 to 90. So 5% approved oh, of Obama, 90%. It's a fringe. It's a fringe. But here's, here's yeah. the crazy thing. Republicans were 9 to 87. So it's Republicans and Trump voters are like how we said they're in the same fucking closet. They all are the same person. Mm-hmm. They just don't want to admit it. A lot of them have yeah, actually empathy and they go, well, I didn't mean for that to happen, you know, and they keep trying with the narrative of uh, just because we're a Republican doesn't mean we're a Trump voter. And just because Trump voters yeah. are the way they are doesn't mean they're Republican. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you guys. yeah, no, That's yeah, not sorry. necessarily the case there. Mm hmm. And so what, what really says this to me is that it's Fox. It honestly is the Fox News and the fucking right wing radio. It has to be because these people are mm-hmm. they, they they are so good at making themselves a crowd where they're like, don't listen to anybody else. You can't trust anybody else. Listen only to me. Listen only to these people. We're the ones that are telling the truth. Everybody else is lying. 
you know. Yeah, I mean, and if you mm-hmm. if if you find yourself in your cognitive dissonance and you're looking a way to to understand what's going on and you're not quite versed in a lot of logical fallacies or yeah. or some of the some of the words speak that we do as atheists and as humanists, mm-hmm. uh, you need to look at the Dunning Kruger effect yeah, and confirmation mm-hmm. bias because those two alone uh, really sets well and the the texas sharpshooter so uh all of those you really look at those as a hardcore um uh, value or ideal that a lot of these people have have embraced and that is how we get a trump supporter and i hate to do a broad brush but but a broad brush has been appropriately applied and appropriately um confirmed unfortunately it really has so for an unemployment rate we all know that obama had was facing it about a 7.8 when he came into office it was right. kind of high, but it wasn't like, oh, my God, that's terrible. It got really fucking bad, like, within his first year of being in because it, like, jumped up to almost 10%. Mm-hmm. It was pretty fucking high. Because it takes yeah. time for things to work it, through. It right? takes yeah, time shit. for a yeah. recession to start being battled back. <laughs> and right, so, right, right, right. And for anybody, for anybody who forgets, the economy really, like, shit really hit the fan during the election. Yeah. And so it dropped down up until the the last time that they they did the notice here was uh in November of 2016 where it was an all time well probably an all time low but a low of his presidency of 4.6. So they went out and asked all of these uh, voters out there for unemployment rates what they feel like happened and this is increased versus de- decreased. So for Clinton voters it was 18 percent increased, 74 percent said it decreased. So ding, 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 right answer, you know? Okay, okay. okay, Johnson voters, they say between the ones that they polled, 32% said it increased and 52% said it decreased. And pretty much the same number for Stein voters. See some patterns here, huh? So misinformation is starting Mm -hmm. to sink in a little bit between a lot of these people. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, at least they're listening to the most of the truth out there. What do you think the numbers were for Trump voters? Oh, God, uh, like exact 10%. opposite, even more so. Than yeah. it, it's essentially <laughs> yeah. 70% said it increased and 20% yeah. said it mm-hmm. decreased. Yeah. So we're talking completely wrong on the topic. Completely fucking wrong. You could show them a graph. You could show them the same fucking graph. And they would claim as that long it's as it's fake. not from Jason Chaffetz, because we know a, his graph. Right. Yeah, shit. Or he, they would claim it's <laughs> conspiracy, or they'd claim all of this other stuff. Well, they're not taking into account this, that, and this, that, and the other thing. And it's like, right? No, yeah. they're doing just mass unemployment. They're not taking in every fucking little data point that's going to skew the data. So, mm-hmm. plus, hey, Trump Man. supporters, you wanna you wanna get into data points? Let's get into data points. <laughs> yeah, how about uh, like, let's see the Dow Jones like when. The Dow Jones when uh, Obama took office was uh, around eight thousand. Today mm-hmm. it's at almost twenty thousand. Yeah, that's yeah. an increase of about twelve thousand points. That's that means yeah. the rich got really fucking rich under Obama. Yeah, it has never been higher. Yeah, really. So uh, I mean, when Trump takes power and the shit starts to sink, I'm I'm gonna buy mm-hmm. a whole bunch of stock. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. Uh, let's see. Uh, yay, I'm gonna buy. Cheap. I'm gonna buy stock in McDonald's because they're about to get a lot of money because they're gonna have to, or they're not gonna pay their employees anymore. Mm-hmm. So Trump <laughs> voters on who won the popular vote. This one's kind of interesting <laughs> oh, here. God. 
who won the popular vote? The, this this one is actually, I think they got it right because all of their networks are saying, well, yeah, she won the popular vote, but you know she cheated, you know. But anyway, 49% said that Hillary Clinton won the popular vote, 40% said Trump, and 11% said they're not sure. How That's are a, you not sure? Even even the, even the uh, let me... Let me use better words than they do because I don't want to say the media. Um, even the the pro Republican, pro Trump mm-hmm. uh, uh, networks and news sources aren't saying that he won it. They're, they're not. They're. I haven't seen yeah. that. I mean, obviously, there's the outliers and the, the yeah. standard deviation of of uh, everyone that gets involved, but but they're not saying that. So where would they get the I don't know or he did? Is just a. It, from out of their head, I don't know because from, they cheated. So from no. from Trump, he's the, he's the guy who who tweeted that he won the popular vote. If you discount the all three million of the, votes or and that all alone, the illegal Clinton voters, yeah. and that alone doesn't only confirm that Trump supporters don't use the comma. They're not quite sure what happens after one. So <laughs> right, uh, yeah. So <laughs> you remember how I brought up the stock market. Do you want to yeah. wager a guess on how many people on under Trump voters thought that the stock market went down under Obama? <laughs> oh, uh, oh uh, about 40 percent of 65. them. Oh, 40, 40 percent of yeah. them swear that the that I shouldn't have the swear word in there, but they said that the stock market went down underneath Obama. Wow. They don't know how numbers work. That's a quick little guess. Really? What? That's just stock market. Let's Done. Guess what? Let me look at the Dow Jones Industrial. You know, just point A, point B. Look at this gigantic fucking rise. Wow, would you look at that? <laughs> okay, how about uh, Trump voters on whether millions voted illegally for Clinton? Ah, um, I'm gonna. What do you think, Kyle? Uh, about 50 percent it's, it's going to be hovering close to 50 percent it's 60 percent said yes, yes. God damn 18 percent uh, said well, no you know and I a further so technically <laughs> a further 22 percent said not sure i God actually think the 18 is the most telling in this one <sighs> yeah oh, all right man. how about <laughs> this one just came out of left field right here which makes me really fucking laugh is like the Trump voters on whether George Soros is paying protesters. That this is a Alex Jones fucking line. This is you oh, okay. have to be well, Illuminati right wing kind of stuff I for this one. I am going to say eighty five percent plus. Close. You're seventy three percent of Trump <laughs> voters. All of them. Three quarters of Trump supporters. I can ask my dad. Hey, you probably voted for Trump. Did you think that George Soros is paying for? Well, yeah, there's all sorts of reports out there of these people. Yeah. And 6% said no. So that's still a margin of people that didn't have a a proper answer for it. But yeah. Hey, welcome back, Felicia. Don't even bother pouring that in a glass. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, Trump voters on whether California should be included in the popular vote. (laughs) Just fucking hell. God damn it. Why Uh, is this even a question? I'm going to say less than 20. Uh, 53% ah. actually said yes. Oh, California California oh, should be included on the popular vote. 29% yeah, said I'm no. I'm losing on this one. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, am I, I going to be so glad that I missed this so that I don't cry? Because I, I hear you talking <laughs> popular vote. Well, you missed, me, you missed me talking about the American populace essentially being cock and balls. So, 
That was kind of fun. <laughs> uh, should Donald Trump release his tax returns? Oh, I'm gonna yeah. say this uh, is a this is like uh, this is everybody for- pretty much everybody in America. Oh, this, this, is everybody. this this one's polling everybody. I'm gonna say fifty on this one. So sixty percent of of Americans said yes, he should release his tax returns. Twenty nine percent said no. Twelve percent said not sure. Why would you? You should not give them an option of not sure. Yeah, <laughs> those are like, people saying I don't understand the question. So here's here's the breakdown of that. Here's the breakdown of that one for Clinton voters. It was three percent. Uh, should Who Donald Trump no. release his tax returns? Clinton yeah. voters said yes. Ninety two percent of them said yes. Three yeah. percent. I can't believe no. there's. I can't believe that there was only. Oh yeah, I can't believe there's even that much. Yeah. Uh, well, I can only for the fact of them saying. Um, I I don't really care. I already know he's a piece of shit. This isn't going <laughs> to. Yeah, okay, fair, fair enough. Yeah, so yeah, for yeah, for yeah. Johnson voters, sixty two percent said yes, he should release them, and twenty seven said no. Oh. Which you're starting mm-hmm. to see a little bit of a rise there because they're they're slightly mm-hmm. right. They're pretty right, but they're not like like gone beyond the event horizon of a black hole right. They're not quite that bad yet. They haven't hit the Schwarzschild radius yet there. So uh we have Stein voters. Eighty three percent of them said yes, he should release his taxes because Okay. The the Stein voters are hey, Felicia, can you mute your mic real quick? Sorry, you had people laughing in the background there. Thank you. So you had Stein voters. Eighty-three percent said yes, he should release his taxes. Eight percent said no. So that's a that's a little bit left. You know, it's not hard left. I mean, even voting Clinton isn't a hard left. What the fuck are people trying to think here? It's just yep. And then Trump voters, of course. And this is the last little statistic that we have here. How many of them do you think said no? He shouldn't release his tax returns. Not uh, a, not a maybe, uh, but a no. Eighty-seven. Sixty percent said no. He should not release oh, his taxes. I was going to say thirty. Damn it. That's- that's lower than I thought it would but be. the thing is you do, you do the math here and 59% said no 23% said yes so you're only looking at 82% of a vote oh God damn it really how many of them are not sure what the fuck <laughs> are you not sure people <laughs> they don't understand what taxes counts. mean they don't understand what it says to the American people when people have a chance to look at tax returns we look at tax returns to see what kind of a person you are <laughs> Look, on any of these questions, on any of these questions, anybody who's not sure, fuck you for being completely, just completely, uh, ambivalent is the wrong word. What is the drunken word I'm looking for here? Ambivalent? Not ambivalent. No, ambivalent. (laughs) You said ambivalent. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Fuck. You, damn it! <laughs> uh, apathetic. There, there, we go. Go. Okay. there ah, you go. Good word. <laughs> it takes it takes a minute for the word to, you know, come out of long term. Gotcha. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so um, if you oh if, fuck the apathetic people, god damn it! If you were polls, oh I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. Say, if you're if you weren't worried that Trump voters were an insular bunch. Just go and look at him on Twitter. Yeah. I've been following him. Like literally, that is the first thing I do in the morning. I wake up in the morning to see how worse off the world is because of this guy. Yes, I I know that's being kind of melodramatic, but god damn it, it's serious. Because we, I go to see what he I, what he tweeted out yeah, at my, three o'clock in the morning, you know. My <laughs> wife and I were talking about Twitter the other night, and I just flat out told her my favorite Twitter account is Donald Trump. Said so it's not that I it's not that I enjoy it or 
it's something that gives me joy. It's my most favorite because it's the most telling yeah. and just mm-hmm. keeps up that way. Like tonight, before we even sat down to do the show, he, he sent out a tweet blasting CNN and blasting MSN or not MSN. I'm oh, sorry. NBC news. MSN, just, just regular NBC, NBC nightly news. Yeah. Oh, it just, <laughs> okay. You know, so I'm going to be very derogatory and, and, and do it in this voice, but you see when, when he, when he goes out about these things and then they go out there and they start saying Trump is this and Trump is that it just <laughs> confirms that he's just a great man. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's borderline Yosemite Sam. That's a good combination of Yosemite <laughs> Sam and, and the Foghorn Leghorn. All the time. I say. I'm still just not God like, I'm still just, no. still well, just so, and this is piled on top of him calling out a, a private citizen, a private citizen in the United States saying, yeah, you United steel workers. If you guys were better workers, you wouldn't be losing your jobs to Mexico. It's like, and he called out the union boss. It's like, whoa. Whoa, you're the fucking president, man. Okay. You don't this got time really, we, to be talking shit on a citizen. <laughs> you don't have time for this stuff. It's between it's, production meetings during The Apprentice. It's, uh, really, it's, it's really sad. It's really sad when right now we can look at uh, Saturday, Saturday Night Live for their political commentary to see how fucking on the nose they are with him. <laughs> they really are. That's why the Daily Show is so popular. So thin-skinned. God it's just it. amazing. It's just fucking amazing. I have no words for it. But that's all we got for you out of know for this week. We're going to jump into our fun with real audio. And I think we've only got... uh Yeah, we grabbed three of them for you guys this week. I don't want to do too many of them because... Uh, it hurts. Because we can, we can do 40 minutes on fun with real audio alone. Yeah, no shit. We could do a whole podcast of doing nothing but that, but... <laughs> Look, if if any of them are Donald Trump, fuck you. No, we actually. And I'm going to give you guys a. Uh, we're, I'm going to give you guys a call forward here. We have Alex uh, Jones, we have uh, Pat Robertson, <laughs> and we have. Uh, I think this is from the Jim Baker show from uh, about, about Donald Trump. So we're going to get to that. So this is Utah Outcast. You got Jeff, <laughs> Kyle, no, X, and Felicia. X. We will be right back. Do you know where Saskatchewan is? Probably not. It's in Canada. If you do, you might know a city named Regina. In Regina, there's a studio. And in that studio, there are, at least once a month, a bunch of skeptical atheist geeks and goofballs who get together to do a podcast. We are the Brainstorm Crew, and we're trying to help spread a bit of reason and critical thinking while still having fun. Never taking things too seriously, but still not accepting everything we're told, we go through different topics, exploring them in depth, and often disagreeing. We try to stick to provable facts, and we never trust a myth. That's why we say we're woo-free since 2013. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, or Spreaker under Brainstorm. Or check out our website, brainstormblog.net. I can't promise you'll always agree with us, but I can promise you'll have fun listening to us. So Alex Jones, uh, yeah, this is fun with Real Audio. Yeah, we're doing Alex Jones as our first guy tonight. And, um, Mm -hmm. you know, there's Mm -hmm. been a little bit of media coverage in the last couple of uh, days, Mm -hmm. I should say. About mm-hmm. the whole Sandy Hook truth thing that's he mm-hmm. started, and it's apparently causing problems for families, truth. especially. So, mm-hmm. Speak the truth. So yeah, let's hear what he has to say. Let me <laughs> make sure all my shit's oh, turned. Oh, or not? No, no, fuck yep. you, X. Hang on. She lied to the people, not just the U.S. but the world, 
and said that when I talk about 9-11 being an inside job, that the whole government did it. Or that I say that no children died at Sandy Hook and they were all actors. I've never said any of those things. Except for now. It it faded to black and it's going to come back with a something that he said in the past. So just here we go. You are a damn liar, Hillary Clinton. Oh, wait, no, it's after this part. Yeah, it kind of becomes a red herring, you know, to say the whole thing was staged because they have staged events before. But then you learn the school had been closed and reopened and you got video of the kids going in circles in and out of the building and they don't call the rescue choppers for two hours and then they tear the building down and seal it and they, they get caught using blue screens and uh, a, a email by Bloomberg comes out in a lawsuit. This is how Trump won. telling his people, get ready in the next 24 yep. hours to capitalize on shooting. Green screens, asshole. Uh, yeah, so Sandy Hook is a synthetic, completely fake, with actors, in my view, manufactured. I couldn't believe it at first. Oh. I knew they had actors there, clearly, but I thought they killed some real kids. And it just shows how bold they oh are my God. that they clearly used actors. I mean, they even ended up using photos of kids killed in mass shootings here in a fake mass shooting in Turkey. This is the level of stupid that we are fighting against. Your new, your new press secretary for the White House, ladies and gentlemen. It's the same actors that they paid mm. for the Boston Marathon bombings, just mm-hmm. to let everybody know. Yeah, that was another one of his. They they paid uh, amputees to be on scene. <sighs> Fuck. I, because the um, truth is ooh. that is that is, is it really that hard to fucking swallow? Is it really that it, hard for this guy to believe that somebody yes. waltzed into a school and shot a bunch of children? This is where I wake up sweating. It really, really is. God damn it. No, he makes money off this. He doesn't, he he Mm. can convince himself of fucking anything because he can make money off of it. And once he's uh, made money off of it, he can't back the fuck down. He's not a fucking scientist like Bill Nye who can sit there and go, I was wrong about GMOs, guys. (laughs) No, Uh, no. this guy, this, see, Bill Nye gets credit because. He actually changes his mind, but Alex Jones, if he changes his mind on anything, he will lose his money. He will well, lose his income. If you if you look at if you take what he's doing for an example, um, for what Glenn Beck has gone through, I mean, his Blaze Network is just his rhetoric and his talking and all of his talking points and his insanity, and he and he comes to a point where he gets the insanity to a point where people are supporting him because it's fun to support that kind of crap, and then all of a sudden something happens, his network starts going down, and then he starts saying, "Well, you know, maybe Donald Trump isn't the best, that maybe there are some issues," and and start talking about cognitive dissonance in his, in his own life. But then again, he still employs Tommy Laren. So this is the same thing that Alex Jones is doing. He's getting paid for his commentary, which is insane. I mean, yeah. it's even if there's an inkling of truth in any of it, the way he presents it and the way he does it, and he's manipulating and and gaslighting everyone around him. So yeah, and let's let's keep in mind that uh, Alex Jones is the same guy that was willing to have David Ike on his show to talk to him about stuff like to, to like use in a him serious to, conversation to, not in a not in a commentary of a a journalist i need to figure out what this is 
like a serious what is your opinion yeah like in order to prop up his shitty narrative he brings david ike on there to help him out he's like well i may not agree with the lizard people thing but you know we can agree that the, there is a shadow government and all this other stuff it's like look just because you line up enough crazy assholes doesn't mean you guys are right <laughs> okay but let's talk I, about let's talk about the yeah, real world impact I, right it's called the mormon church <laughs> um no we uh you know we make fun of pat robertson and oh he's coming uh, up <laughs> oh yeah yeah and we make fun of jim baker and we make fun of these assholes who are spreading fear and hatred and lies and and for profit and we we rip them to shreds and we will continue to do so uh but we're not ever going to foster an idea that uh harassment of even people who live next to these people should be a thing Alex Jones and his conspiracy theory things are attacking real people who are who are still because you're never going to get over it mourning the loss of their children. Yeah, Alex Jones and and his people are actively fostering a vindictive uh, a vendetta against regular people as scapegoats and as as um, red herrings. Yeah, look what we had with um, with North Carolina where. They passed HB2, the anti-trans bill, because they made this boogeyman up over fucking night that, you know, yep. there's going to be trans people in your kids' bathrooms. They're going to be doing stuff and fondling your wife's tits while she's taking a piss. And it's like, what? Where the fuck did all this come? That doesn't happen. That's never going to happen. But it sounds like it could happen. But it scares people. It riles them up just enough. We need to keep talking about alex jones and the real true harm that he's causing yeah by spreading completely unfounded absolutely untrue lies and and use and exploiting the massacre of children for his gain yep it's it's gotten to the point where where i have i have gone through and with videos that we've done in the past, like we did with, um, I think it was Pat Robertson or somebody last week that we had a fun with real audio where I posted with the video, I used as the thumbnail, like the, uh, the Jim Jones massacre, a picture of that, because that's the harm that that religion is causing. So real harm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sorry, Felicia, go ahead. Also, also Alex Jones looks like a penis became sentient and then started falling. <laughs> Started balding. <laughs> I'm sorry. How do how did we get to the point where Alex Jones is? But like not like a, an erect penis, Six, but like oh god, like a penis that can't quite get there. Like it's like a sad penis. It's like Alex Jones. <laughs> Alex Jones is the personification of pushing rope. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Next uh, wins. He, want, he he wants it to work, but it just can't. He's like. The mind is willing, but the flesh is weak. <laughs> How many times God can I eat this bag of dough? <laughs> How did we get to the point where Alex Jones is significant? That's really not that uh, far. That is really. When tiny hands became a symbol of power. Man, <laughs> we've entered into the uh, nether. We've we've gone into the no, under. Yeah, you know. this is. We are. We have we are the all bizarre. Superman. Well, this is there the are yeah. of Goatslock is what this is. There are a lot of people talking about how the whole Berenstain Bears thing has led to this. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have heard that the oh, the Mandela no. effect. You, you've no. heard about the Mandela oh. effect. Anybody heard of that before? Mm-mm. 
Right. Where people no, people thought for the longest time that man uh, like uh, man uh, Mandela was dead, but he actually wasn't and stuff. But it was like a cult. Everybody in a certain culture believes a certain thing so, so hard that they think it's really the way it's supposed to be, but it turns out that it's not. So, if, how do you guys spell the Berenstain Bears? Berenstain. It's, it's a Berenstain. It's a it's a very Jew- Jewish spelling of Berenstain. It's nope. not Berenstain. Yeah. Nope. It's S T A I N. Yeah. No. It's no. Baron Stain Bears. That's not. No. It's, it's, that's we are the alternate unfair. timeline. Okay. We See? are the alternate timeline. So, no, that, okay, I mean, even one of my favorite YouTubers <laughs> on, uh, on, for Cinemassacre, James Rolfe, he made a whole video where he's like, Shout out to James. He's like, Oh, we've always been in the, we've all, it's always been Berenstein Bears. I've got the books at home that prove this shit. He's like, he's playing all the Berenstein Bears games and everything. Berenstein. That's weird. It's not that they got the mispronunciation in there. And so he runs back to his house to find out just to make sure with his kids books that he like digs up from the from the attic. And he's like, it's Berenstain. What the fuck is going on? And he rolls into his alternate (laughs) reality self. He's like, I told you, you shouldn't have pursued this. Now you're going to be stuck in this loop forever. (laughs) So, yeah, we really have entered a fucking negative universe. The person is no. Mario are, has officially jumped between the pipe and the brick on the first like underground level and put us into this fucking negative world. So this is this is where this is where goatee spot comes from. You know that that reminds me of a very short <laughs> joke. You ready? Okay. Go, Jeff. So what, go. What? Go. What? Go. What kind of um, pants does Mario wear? Oh fuck! I don't okay. know what kind. I don't denim. Huh? denim, denim, denim. So Pat Robertson wants to talk to us about Ben Carson. Oh boy. <laughs> Yay. Oh, the hits keep rolling. Here we go. You know, unqualified. We have a president whose only qualification was he's a community organizer. He never held a job in the private sector and uh, he learned uh, uh, his organizing skills from a well-known radical. Okay, Pat. And so okay, I'm, I'm pausing him this early on because <laughs> fuck, he got it so wrong right off the start. Pat Robertson, I wanted to let you know that President Obama, prior to his career as the pre- fucking 44th president of the United States, was a state senator. He was a senator, a U.S. senator. A, uh, not yeah. to mention the fact that he taught motherfucking constitutional law. He's full on right, yes, doctor, constitutional wasn't he? lawyer. So yes. he he was not just a community organizer. You fucking asshats on the right keep trying to just pile that in there. Oh, he's just a community organizer. But, but a community organizer isn't like, oh my god, I pan potlucks because you know community organizer sounds like a female job, a woman job. Oh yeah, how dare you? Uh, yeah, that's, that's what they're going for. That's Check what that. they're going for is no, that it sounds like a woman job. Mm-hmm. Check your X chromosome at the door. You know what? Women. It's actually a private sector job. Yeah. <gasps> hey Pat. Hey Pat. You ever tried to uh, organize a community? A hell of a lot harder than you think. Mm-hmm. Indeed. All right. Um, who had had a handbook for revolutionaries? Uh, he went to the Senate where he did, as far as I can tell, next to nothing. Oh. He made a tremendous speech in front of the Democrat uh, convention. Oh, man, it was a hell of a speech. Catapulted as him far into as I the can tell. presidency. That was it. And now we've got a man who is a brilliant neurosurgeon who knows intimately the problems of the inner cities. He knows intimately oh, no. the problems of the inner cities. No. Growing up He's in the suburbs. No. 
Uh, does no. not know the problems of the inner city. <laughs> just because you're black doesn't mean you know the problems of the inner city. One more time. Just because you're black <laughs> doesn't mean you know the problems of the well, inner city. And, and Ben Carson does not know the problems of the inner city. And I'm so no, he doesn't. goddamn tired of people putting surgeons up on some sort of fucking pedestal. Mm-hmm. They're Look, not that smart. They are, they are brilliant for having well-working hands <laughs> that are used to cut shit. <laughs> they cut yeah, things out. They tie things together. Strange running in the government. No. Look, and even Stephen Strange would be like, fuck no. I wouldn't want to do that. I mean, he didn't even want to be, he didn't even want to learn magic when he found out there was something tied to it. He's like, oh, wait, I got to. Oh. Sorry, Surge- no. surgeons. Surgeons have made their way through medical school, and that's it. And that does not make them qualified or smart to do anything other than that. Yeah. So if you're I'm using thinking. education as a, uh, a a mark of intelligence, why is it that the old moniker of "if you can't do, you teach" still prevalent? Because technically, if you go through that much school. You can do and you can teach. So surgeons are but here's, just. I mean, here's here's the here's where we come down to, right? Like, um, they, they surgeons don't do science; they just use science. Exactly. They just yes. they just yeah yes. they just use the base things mm-hmm. of it. They don't have to understand the inner workings of it. It's the same reason why mm-hmm. nurses do Reiki. They've been educated <laughs> right. in the facts of it, but not the actual right. method. Right. Uh, I'm going to no, give you some sur- essential oils so you, so you heal better. <laughs> right. No, surgeons are basically medical butchers. Yeah, they really yeah. are. They, I mean, they, they have know, to know the they roadmap. They know where the pieces are. <laughs> yeah. Right. They know where the pieces are in order to manipulate a physical medium. That's I've got it. Some, I've got some old Super Nintendo games and old Nintendo games that I'm a fucking surgeon at. I mean, I'd like to see Ben yeah. Carson pick up Ninja Gaiden too and try to get through that first fucking three levels without getting hit. You know what? Uh, we'll we'll talk as soon as uh, Battletoads is uh, is beat. So you you just take <laughs> no, it. Yeah. yeah. No, ben- good, at, good at memorizing things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, sort of. Yeah. Well, and also he, he just called him a happened, happened, but- he just called him a brilliant neurosurgeon, <laughs> like. Brilliant people don't leave sponges in other people. <laughs> he's not mediocre. He's not is a, the right word. He's not brilliant. He was he was in the right place at the right time. I don't think you no, that was it. Being very fair, I discount this man because he has Jerry Curl Jesus <laughs> in his house. That's why I discount this guy. Let me. I love it. I love it. Why I am so brilliant. And why I... Felicia, where's your luggage? (laughs) Oh, my luggage. Oh, my luggage. (laughs) (laughs) That's uh, that's, that's my favorite clip. And when you get right down to it... uh, Oh, go ahead. Sorry. 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 They loan a lot of money to people. Uh, they they <laughs> guarantee loans to for folks to build uh, housing projects. And what they do is pretty good. But uh, you don't have to micromanage that one. Pat, why don't you go live in the fucking projects then? Pretty good. Pretty what? good. Yeah, pretty good. The projects are pretty good. You know, every um, one of those 
rad fucking 1993 hip hop albums that came out of in from East Coast rappers. You know, growing up well, on the projects okay. was super okay. It was all right. You well, know, we need to do, what we need to do is integrate low income housing within suburban neighborhoods. Oh, people don't so, want that. They're all nimby about shit. Not in my backyard. They are, but it doesn't matter because, like, if you and I used to live in a in a in an integrated low income housing apartment complex where not every apartment was low income. You had to. There was only specific ones, and you had to make a certain amount. And you had I'm to live amongst you, the poor. <gasps> How dare they? Yeah, it, it did not offend me. It no. really did not. It did not. <laughs> like, yeah, and, and it was it was actually really good for the entire community. I mean, I mean, people mm. had a, a stable place. They uh, their kids could go to higher income schools. They uh, even though they paid lower tax because they didn't have to pay property Goddamn property socialists. renting. But like they, you know, I mean, the integration was good for the community, and that's and that's the problem with the projects, right? Like they're they're just shoving a ton of people into very closed spaces, and that always breeds crime. It has nothing to do with the race of the people. Nope. Uh, whenever you have, you want to know why there's so much crime in high population areas? Because it's a fucking high population area. That's why. A lot of people <laughs> in the small space. It's it's seriously just competition for resources. It's it's mm-hmm. basic needs stuff. It's competition yep. for resources, and that's what it is. Um, if we if we and we have the space and we have the homes for this, we could do this if we just integrated these low income people into into higher co- income neighborhoods. One. They would do better overall because they had stable homes with the resources that they needed, right? With working fucking heaters and shit like yeah. that. But Felicia, uh, gentrification works so well. Why are you against that? Listen to Pat If you have a concern about okay. what part of the yeah, country sure. needs help and where they could have some affordable housing, then Ben Carson's the man. But to say that uh, he's not qualified compared to the I mean, Bernie Sanders uh, didn't didn't take a paycheck. He was a bum. He didn't have any uh, income oh. at all. I think he was 30 years old. And then the only job he got was working for a city. And most of these uh, Democrats have never been in the private sector in their lives. That is I'm a exactly Democrat. Who you want doing that. That's exactly and I've been in the private want. sector. <laughs> uh, me too. And let me tell you well, what. Yeah. The government doesn't run the same as the private sector. It can't. No, it doesn't. And it shouldn't mm-hmm. be. It should not. They're- run as a private yeah. sector no no i've been in the private sector since i was 14 years old i am and i'm a democrat yeah i just so I just sanders a job in a private sector job sanders <laughs> was a different. mayor a, a congressional yeah. representative and a senator carson and also he did mm-hmm. totally take an income hold on no he took odd jobs he yeah. did like he, he he did basically did freelance for just random shit so this he, is he us did fact odd jobs. He took assholes. an income. Yeah, he did. He did. He took an income in the private sector, working as an mm-hmm. individual. He probably missed some taxes on that shit. Let's be honest here. Yeah. He was poor as shit though because he was an activist and he was working for activism and he was building up a credibility to run for political office. Bernie Sanders, even people who wouldn't vote for Bernie Sanders, go, "No, he's a good guy. Nice, no, he's a good guy, though." Like seriously, Bernie Sanders is a good fucking yeah. guy. No, and he is absolutely the person you would want to put in in, in HUD in the White because, House. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah. <laughs> Don't get me going. No, oh, sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. No, no, no. <laughs> I I love Bernie Too Sanders. Too soon. Love Bernie Sanders, and I love Hillary Clinton. So 
Carson has not only had, you know, absolutely zero experience in politics. He's also never run, as far as I know, any organization, any. No, and we're yeah, talking no, about that, we're talking about housing and urban development, which is a massive, massive fucking like government mm-hmm. branch organization. He and it's important. No Holy shit, it's important. People like Trump heard the word urban and he uh, automatically uh, I got the guy. Like, yeah. Let's call casting. Let's get yeah, these persons. Black for the black people, black <laughs> Jeff people. comes back with that's not, field of that's not only what HUD does. <laughs> oh. So we got Jim Baker for you guys. And today, boy, he's going to talk to us about Donald Trump. You know, he's just been licking the asshole of Donald Trump ever since he's been elected. Uh, fun fact here about uh, about Jim Baker. He's a convicted felon. Uh, Damn, so you say? That what? Me- that Sorry, means- that's just to hit my brain. What the shit did you just say? Yeah, you didn't know about him being a felon? So, nope. No. So, okay, mm-hmm. so like in the early 80s. He had a 16-month federal grand jury probe. He was indicted in 88 on eight counts of mail fraud, 15 counts of wire fraud, and one count of conspiracy. And after a five-week trial, uh, the jury found him guilty on all 24 counts, and the judge sentenced him to 45 years in federal prison and a half a million dollars. But kids, that's not where the story ends. No. So in 91, the Court of Appeals uh, upheld Baker's conviction on the fraud conspiracy charges, but avoided his 45-year sentence as long as well as the half million dollar, and that a new sentencing hearing being held. So he got lit out. So there was some sort of, um, like, they had some sort of mishandling of how the, how the sentencing went, and so they, they let him out. So he would still be in prison right now if it wasn't for fucking that one little one little thing that got him out. And I'm not shitting on the system because that's how the system works. You know, if it if it doesn't work for everybody, it doesn't work for anyone. So yeah, no, no, no. That's not. This isn't shitting on the system. It's no. uh, it's the convicted felon part that yeah. And so he's a, he's a fraud. He's a fraud. He's a fraud. Well, he's not only that, but the thing is, convicted felon, he can't vote. He can't own a gun. So. <laughs> Just put that in your head as we start listening to this clip. Do you feel that Donald Trump, he is a prophetic sign, his name, the Trump, the Bible's filled with Trump, trumpets and Trump. (laughs) I love love this man. (laughs) The Bible's full of Trump. It's... (laughs) Full of compound words, lots of compound words. <laughs> uh, the Bible is just full of all sorts of Letters. stuff and things. <laughs> Man, hang on. Let's use the word Trump. I mean, because the final Trump, you know, which is kind of kind of unusual. So, do you think he has a gifting? Absolutely. I mean, you you've too. seen it time and time again. This prophetic gift he has is intuition that some people call it it's actually a prophetic gift right. I, I think the man's called to be a prophet myself <laughs> okay so what's the motivation like really all of these people on the right they have it's no just, idea who they voted in they have absolutely no idea it's a prophetic no, vision he's he's gonna make religion great again he's just gonna make everything just great mm-hmm. he's gonna make everything but, great okay. no but the nazis also did the same thing though <sighs> okay. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's not a prophetic <laughs> gift. <laughs> he's not even been right about most of the shit that he said. He's been you wrong. Know, maybe, maybe he is the one slated to finally find the cup of Christ or the Ark of the Covenant. No, I wouldn't think that. He would not be able to pick the right cup because he would pick the giant he gilded would, one with all yeah, the rubies yeah, and he shit. Would, and, he would. And also, he, would, he wouldn't read the staff correctly. He wouldn't find the underground miniature set. Yeah. Nope. Damn, nope. damn Saul, fuck this over again. <laughs> I'm just really saying, Indiana not. Jones, just shut the... Indiana Jones, just stay where you are. They oh, I thought that was history. Indiana Jones, just fuck that co-ed. <laughs> no, Trump would be Trump would he would be the guy who sent Indy off to do his thing, and then he would take the credit when he when, gets back. Yep. Ah, when he gets back, because as president, he is and, going yeah. to yeah. delegate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and and if he can't pronounce his name right, just call him Balosh. Balosh. Yeah. <laughs> Well, he roots out, doesn't he? Yeah, absolutely. You know, the name Donald, the actual name Donald, oh, means oh. in Hebrew, the word Donald is national leader. <laughs> Kyle's losing his shit. <laughs> I love these people. Hey, how many, uh, how many, how many Fuck. Hebrew Donalds have you met? <laughs> Donald is a fucking, it's an Anglicization, Anglic. Sorry, that's a hard word to say. No, of a good. Scottish Gaelic name. <laughs> so it's a pagan name. It's a pagan fucking yeah. name. I mean, they, they're they're spot on with the the definition of it. It means world ruler, which is Dom Hanil, or I think it's what this is. But yeah, it does mean that in Gaelic. It doesn't mean that in fucking Hebrew. <laughs> oh, and just FYI for everybody out there that may be wondering. Yeah, just go ahead and use this for the rest of his presidency. The word Trump in the UK means fart. So Yes, it does. Yeah. <laughs> it does. Derivative of trumpet. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. So he is a national leader who is a trumpet <laughs> oh, for God. Mark, you said uh, in, I don't know if it was in one of your prophecies. Seen to me, I read it. <laughs> That tribunals will convene to meet out justice. Yes, that's sort of scary. Yeah, it, what is that? What did that mean? It's something that God's been dealing with me on. That the Clinton Foundation. Dealing with me on. Wait, what? what? Did you did you ante up? God's been God's dealing been, me on. God's it? been dealing with me on this. He's like. He's oh, no. been a real what stern taskmaster. He's been holding out for that straight for a long time. God's, God's the dealing. dom. He's God's the for dom. That river card. I'm He's the sub. That. He's chasing that straight. He's waiting for He's the turn. That's God's out. We've had some He's breakout sessions that. about this exact subject. So, <laughs> oh, <man>. WikiLeaks <laughs> emails or the emails from Hillary Clinton. I think it's going to be mostly the Clinton Foundation because the Clinton Foundation is so deep and so wide. It's just going to blow people's mind how deep this thing goes and the corruption. They're actually going to have to be careful how they handle this because this is going to take down a lot of government people. It could possibly even take down parts of government. Uh, so, I mean, you're going to see mil- military-style type tribunals come out, and there's going to be, I think it's going to go on for years. I That's think it's, not it's going to be televised. Yeah. What is wrong with these people? That's... <laughs> That's not we good. We don't like military tribunals against what the fuck? Citizens. We don't 
We don't like military taking over government. That's not a thing we like. No, but we got four generals. Which is why with Trump assigning so many military people to his cabinet. Jesus fucking Christ. The important Jesus. thing oh in our government mm. is that the government, the ultimate head of the ar- the military should be a civilian. He should not be a fucking general. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Man. Castro, anyone? What is wrong with these people? I, I, I'd laugh and giggle at it, but at the same time, like these these same people that were last week clapping their hands about you know the, the end of the world, and now they're like saying military style tribunals, yay! Be like, you guys. Oh my god, you guys, we are the ones who are going to be raptured. <laughs> I hope. Bring that, it on. I hope that that if if there were a god, he would be like. Yeah, I'm going to get the logical people out of there first and let the rest of the people yeah. fucking tear shit up. Because taxes are coming up and this is going to be a bad year, so <laughs> bring it up. Indeed. So that's all we got for Fun with Real Audio for the week. We're going to jump into our time for rants here in a second and uh, then we'll see you guys off for the week. But yeah, it's been a great show and this is X, this is Kyle, Felicia, and Jeff. We will be right Have y'all ever wonder what it's like to be a redneck with empathy? Have you never heard of a Southerner who isn't a blathering bigot? Well, have I got the show for you. It's the Podunk Polymath Podcast, hosted by myself, Chris, and it's the sentiments of a secular, sarcastic, screwed-up Southern us, JW, and skeptic. You can find me and the show on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, or your favorite podcatcher. Y'all stop on by and take it easy now, okay? Hey, It's now time for rants, and... Boy, do I have a good one for you guys this week. Hi, it's X. Uh, yeah, uh, we we actually had two guys write rants this week, but Kyle's is going to be a patron one for a little while because it's long. It's, <laughs> it's, it's very it's interesting, and it's something I think you guys should all hear anyway. But uh, I'm going to be heading up the rant this week, so let's go ahead and get started with that. Uh, if you're living outside of Utah, you might not know it, but we are one of the most conservative states in the union. And the weirdest thing is, is that we have no good reason for it. If the true believing Mormons in the state really wanted to emulate Christ-like behavior, there would be a lot more live and let live legislation followed up with social programs out of the asshole. But that's where we start to have the problems. The conservatives of the, of the state, hell, of this entire nation, nay, the entire world are conservatives for many reasons that I won't even begin to start up my assembly line of straw men that are easily built from the bad idea fields they cultivate so lovingly. I think that most of us are liberals, progressives, social justice warriors. Yes, it's not a bad word. And whatever label you want to slap on your bumper, uh, we are so because we see the merit and in inclusion of which the GOP says the they foment as well. You know, the grand old party where they like to say everybody's welcome. Uh, unless you want equal rights like our LGBTQ people that we, we we love a lot. Unless you want to help the poor. Unless you think that women are equal to men and vice versa. Unless you think that rich people haven't are indebted to the nation that made them that way. Unless you want people to take a little more serious the stewardship of this planet that we call home. Unless you choose not to believe in the same gods. Then you can just fuck right off. How dare you come into our tent? You're being intolerant. You're bigoted against our bigotry. Go away. So what are we left with the end at the end of all this exclusion? A whole lot of people that want to organize uh, against a group of assholes that threw them out, but can't seem to build bridges to work with each other because our narratives are to fight our evils is, is banding together against the common foe. 
Uh, there are those that simply love the enemy and my enemy is my ally. And so this type of thinking, but come on, we're all too fucking pragmatist for that. And we simply say the enemy of my enemy is my enemy's enemy. No more, no less. You know, we can't bandy together a lot of times for these things. So I, I digress into what can be hour long rant about how we don't seem to get along in the face of a greater evil for, a, for lack of a better term. I say evil. Um, but what I was trying to get at is that this state's Republican legislature could be considered the death eaters to our very own Voldemort and Gary Herbert. Yes, our governor is named Herbert and has a brother who's a pervert. Yes, someone finish this limerick for me via email, please. That'd be great. Uh, so just this week, our crony Republican-centric legislature signed an agreement with Amazon.com to collect state sales taxes on, pur- on purchases made in Utah. Boy, that really fucking pisses me off. But it's not that big of a deal, even though there are no brick-and-mortar stores here to facilitate actually going to an Amazon store. You heard that right. No brick-and-mortar in this state. Yet they're still going to collect sales taxes on it. I I don't think it should apply, but I'm not a lawyer, so fuck me, right? Uh, What pisses me off that this is essentially the state raising taxes on people once again. I got it. We're supposed to be paying it voluntarily. Yes, I get that. Shut up. But keep in mind that this is an agreement made without public input. It was made with a built-in sweetheart deal that allows Amazon to keep a portion of our tax money to sweeten the pot for them to do so. Let me repeat that. A Republican governor in one of the most fiscally conservative states in the union with a Republican majority legislature and judiciary levied a tax on the entire citizenry that a portion of it gets to be held by a private corporation outside of the state. Aren't these the people, by the way, by the way, a much higher portion than local companies are allowed to keep. Exactly. Aren't these the same people that say smaller government? Aren't they the ones that say that taxes are stealing? How is this not stealing in small government? I mean, to be honest, I would have zero issues with this coming up if, and this is a huge fucking mungus if here, if it was used to provide help for the homeless, medical care for people that need it and can't afford it, and went towards the goddamn school system, which if I'm not completely wrong here, we rank damn near at the very bottom of the list in the amount spent per student every fucking year. So, yeah. So what the fuck is wrong with the voters in this state? You huff and puff about voting for Trump, but not voting for Trump, but you do so in record numbers. Your own caucus didn't even want fucking Herbert, but voted him in with record goddamn numbers. All of this blustering that you do only to have yourselves roll over and show your pink underbelly in the hopes that you get a tummy tickle. I mean, you sure are obedient fucking lapdogs because you'll do it over and over again as long as your church says that you should. The only way that people of our ilk are ever going to win is fucking our way into larger numbers, convincing your kids that your beliefs are wrong, or bringing in people from outside of the state to diversify this crackery, pasty, white, starchy mess that you call a state. And rant. And that's all we got for you guys this week. Man. <laughs> Good rant. Yeah, so, I'm, rant. I'm impressed at a level that I don't often get impressed with. I quite enjoy writing those. It's fun. <laughs> you are easily impressed, sir. So, no, no, that's hey, great. Hey. So that does it for us this week on this week's episode. Uh, Felicia has disappeared. <laughs> so we're headed off to go record the secret patron show. 
This week, we I've got the juiciest Alex Jones clip that I did not share with you guys today. Oh, God damn it. No. It is a five-minute stream of consciousness from the man which does not have consciousness. Um, yeah. <laughs> So let's see. All the episodes you can currently download via our website and YouTube are good, but keep in mind that they're like six months old. So if you want to hear the real current stuff, all it takes is a buck a week and you get the, the access to the entire back catalog of stuff, of which you can contribute to us via patreon.com slash Utah Outcast. Hit us up on our social media. You can hit us up on our email, mailbag at utahoutcast.com. You can hit us up on SMS text line, uh, 347 669 3377. Or if you want to use words instead of numbers, 347 now derp. So thanks again to Kyle, Jeff and Felicia for joining me this week. But sadly, this is the part of the show where we must say that the outcast will catch you again next week with a brand new episode. But until then, you're welcome. Mm, Felicia's gone. She's gone. Bon we. Yeah, I think she's gone. Gone. She's mm-hmm. gone. Good night, gone. everyone. Good night, everybody.
Jeff, what's your favorite joke? Uh, how many flies does it take to screw in a light bulb? Two. Two, but I don't know how they got in there. <laughs> Mine is the uh, a skeleton walks into a bar and he goes up to the bartender and says, I'm going to need a beer and a mop. <laughs> Dad jokes are the best. Stupid. It's so stupid. Or the, the pirate walks up to the bar and he's got the big steering wheel in his pants. And he's no! <laughs> Yeah. No, my ex-husband tortured me with that fucking I love that joke. joke. Because he, always, he, he thought it was funny to tell it wrong. Yar, it, uh, what is it? It's steering me balls. It's, yeah, it steers me balls, but he'd be like, it Good drives me nuts. It's driving yeah, me nuts is what it should be. Yeah. yeah, but he always would say, it steers me balls. So if I say, oh my God, you're driving me nuts, he'd be like, yar, I'm steering your balls. Like, ah! Just for messing up. Like, Trying to have a serious conversation with him. Just like, for messing fucking, up. Oh, I fucking hate that joke. If yeah. only for messing up that joke, he deserves to joke. get divorced to, in the future, too. So. <laughs> he is the worst. How do you mess that joke up? No, he thought it was funny to mess that joke up. Steers really? He thought it was funny. He thought it was funnier if you messed it up. But he would do it every time he said, oh, that drives me nuts. Like, even if I was trying to have a serious conversation with him, like, he'd be like, I'd be like, okay, seriously, you're driving me nuts. He's like, I'm staring your balls. I'm like, no, oh, oh my God. Why? Why? Because <laughs> it's funny. That's why. <laughs> it's you know. not fucking funny. Because <laughs> it's pissing you off. And that's why, that's a good reason to do anything as an adult when it pisses people <laughs> off. Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. Ese último McNugget me toca a mí porque soy la mayor. ¿Y eso qué tiene que ver? Los mayores se respetan. Eso no existe, ¿cierto, mamá? Ya, quédense tranquilas. Aquí hay otra cajita de McNuggets. Respeto, ¿viste? El no hay rivalidad cuando hay McNuggets deal. Hay un deal para cada salida familiar en McDonald's. Compra uno de tus favoritos, como unos McNuggets de 10 piezas, una Big Mac, una Quarter Pounder with Cheese o un Fileo Fish y te llevas otro por un dólar. Por tiempo limitado, precios y participación pueden variar. Válido para un producto de igual o menor valor.